and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode 30, Landmark Day. Uh, my name is Mark Champlin and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace and today we'll be spoiling most of, if not all, of uh, Detective Pikachu. So please watch the movie first, please. What is up, girls and gays? I have a feeling that there are probably quite a few people who are listening to this episode uh, more so than every other episode because we're watching a movie released this year that people actually care about and not a shitty action movie from the mid-2000s that nobody but us and Uva Bowl care about. <laughs> um, so this is Cartridge Cinema Club. Cartridge Cinema Club is a post-ironic social justice video game movie podcast, which is a very tug-in-cheek phrase that actually does mean something. So I'm going to break it down real quick before we get to the episode. Uh, when I say video game movie, I mean movies that are about or are inspired by video games, sometimes TV shows, mostly movies. Uh, when I say social justice, that is a sort of uh, tongue-in-cheek, sideways glance way of saying that we're anti-capitalists and that we're feminists and that we're generally trying to approach the films from that perspective. I, I would not say that Mark or I are, you know really well-read Marxist-Leninist scholars or anything, but, you know, we're people that give a shit about things, and we're trying to sort of, uh, we're trying to sort of approach the films from that kind of a perspective, and uh, post-ironic to me means recognizing that we as people who were born and raised on the internet were just sort of raised in an extremely irony-poisoned culture. We were raised in a, in a, in a, in a, in a culture that where we use irony to deflect and to avoid looking stupid for unironically engaging with things. Um, and so post irony to me basically means like recognizing that while irony is a useful tool uh, for, you know, critiquing things and for dealing with the soul crushing disparity that is living under late capitalism. Um, but it's also about allowing ourselves to like things and recognize when we like things uh, and be sincere about our like of those things, such as Detective Pikachu. That was a, that was a fucking segue and a half right there. Yeah. If you call um, it out, it disappears in a puff of smoke. It's like a Tony Hawk trick, dude. It doesn't bam. count now. That's true. That's so, true. You're tell right. me about Detective Pikachu, Mark. Uh, directed by Rob Letterman. Uh, this movie came out in 2019, uh, yeah. as in yesterday. Yeah. Uh, man, I can't believe that we're watching a movie that came out this year. That's so wild. Uh, it stars uh, Ryan Reynolds, as you all know, um, as the titular Pikachu. Uh, and uh, I'm guessing relative newcomers, yeah. Justice Smith and Catherine Newton. And uh, the other notable actor that I wanted to... Well, B Bill Nye also... But I really like Ken Watanabe, and um, yeah. I like that he was in this movie. He's always a fun time. Uh, he's my favorite, most memorable part of Inception, which yeah. is my, like... He, he's the guy that always looks like he just smelled like a really, really, really nasty, rotten, like, egg or yes. something. You know? <laughs> he has that look on his face, like... His his face is just just ten out of ten, and just his delivery it gets better with like every single movie I watch him, and I'm like, oh god, I just I just eat it up. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I guess a little bit we wanted to talk about um, just like the experience of going to see this movie in a movie theater, which would I haven't I haven't seen a movie in a theater uh, since Black Panther, <laughs> which was like a full year ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just not. It's just not something that I do because going to movie theaters is really just like, 
it, it's really just like having all of the worst parts of capitalism just like blasted into your face with like a sandblaster. <laughs> like, yeah, it blows. It really sucks, <laughs> dude. Like, God, oh God. Like we we went to this fucking thing and and we went to like the twenty one plus theater. It was like the one mm-hmm. in downtown that oh, like you, died. Oh, you went in. to one of those. Yeah, yeah. To, to be clear, we we didn't go to the same no. show. <laughs> no, we did not. Yeah. Um, and and I went with a couple friends. And like, it. First of all, it was great to walk into the twenty one plus movie theater, get my ticket for the movie, and then be asked if I wanted a Pokemon card in a fucking course that I did. <laughs> And we were, like, small talking with, like, the bartender, and he was just, like, we were, like, saying, like, oh, I think everybody gets the same. And he's, like, no, nah, they don't. I've been opening up all of them. I you, got you, them. you got a fucking Pokemon card? Wait, you didn't get Pokemon cards? No. Dude, they were giving them away at the front. It was fucking awesome. I'm, what the fuck? I'm so pissed. Go on. Uh, I'll explain my way worse movie theater experience where I didn't get a fucking Pokemon card after this, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the the absolute worst part about it was just, like, we got into the theater, like, maybe, like, ten minutes early. We're watching, like, some of the ads that play before the trailers. And it's only it's only two kinds of ads. It's ads for the Nintendo Switch and, and various different ads for insurance, um, which was just f- really fucking depressing, man. Like, <laughs> really? Wait, ki- there were insurance ads? Yeah, I was sitting in the AMC watching insurance ads before the trailers uh, and during which I then had to watch trailers for Sonic the Hedgehog and Angry Birds <laughs> Movie 2. W- wasn't the main character an insurance adjuster? Yeah, God, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that with Detective Pikachu. That's a little weird. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I, I missed all of those pre, pre-trailer pre ads. <laughs> I was buying popcorn, and I came at the right time, as in got in line for the popcorn at the beginning of my showtime. Which means I miss the bad trailers, <laughs> and by that I mean I got there in time to see Sonic and Angry Birds too, which were the the best trailers. No, um, the best trailer was Godzilla. I know nothing about Godzilla movies, but that new Godzilla movie looks fucking rad. It's got all the monsters in it. It's got Ghidorah. He shoots lightning out of his mouth. It's 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 fucking fantastic. It looks all right. Um, Angry Birds two, uh, trailer ruined my week. <laughs> I. I'm yeah. so pissed. Which just did be, that movie make a lot of money? I it must have. It, oh, oh, are you fucking kidding me, dude? That thing made fucking gangbusters. Oh, I mean, like oh. it, it. They they find another island. Yeah, and there's more animals there to 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 pillage. Yeah, <laughs> God, we can't, we can't. There's too much Detective Pikachu to talk no. about. There's too much. There's too moving, much. Moving on. Yeah, um, yeah. I um. I spilled popcorn and I felt terrible because <laughs> I didn't have a way to um, pick it up. And I used to be the guy who picks up popcorn at the theater. But I I, I knew what the good move would to be was to um, pile it up in a very coarse uh, pile that he could get in one broom sweep. <laughs> so hopefully I did that uh, for, for him or her um, or, or they. Or uh, I, 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 I tried to hook him up, you know. <laughs> I say him because I really saw myself in that uh, person. (laughs) So Detective Pikachu, it's a movie about uh, this kid. Uh, His name is Tim. He's sad. He's got a shitty job as an insurance adjuster or something, and he's got a dead dad, or so he thinks. Um, He lives in the Pokemon world, and he goes to Rhyme City, which is this sort of, like, technocratic nightmare society where like pokemon and people are supposed to live side by side and pokemon battling is supposed to be illegal 
people are doing it anyway. Uh, and he meets Detective Pikachu, and Detective Pikachu can talk to him, which isn't supposed to happen, apparently. Uh, and then there's an evil drug called R that makes Pokemon go crazy, and they gotta find his dead dad and Is defeat. Is it R for Rocket? Like, Team Rocket? I don't think so. I was hoping so, but uh, it's not. Yeah, uh, so, and then, and then it's a mystery movie, right? They gotta, they gotta defeat the evil capitalist. They gotta find his dead dad, and also Mewtwo is there for some reason. And, and I heard a lot of people, like, talking about this movie like it's a noir movie, but it's, <laughs> it really isn't, because... <laughs> Not like at all. No, it doesn't have it doesn't have like the tone of of a noir film. It has the tone of a fun action comedy, uh, and it yeah exactly. And the the mystery beats play out in like very cool like like there's long stretches of just like action scenes and and characters dicking around in between the moments where the plot turns. And every mm-hmm. time the plot turns, it hits you like a fucking truck going at seven hundred miles an hour the opposite direction. Uh, and yes, it's, it's a little, it's a little much to keep up with. Yeah. It'll just be like an escape scene with plenty of Ryan Reynolds quips that are sometimes very funny. Yeah. Um, and sometimes make you make you cringe a little bit cause they're making a joke for the, the adults in the audience. Yeah. And it's one of those, uh, and then suddenly, Oh, here's uh, what your dad was really doing. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. I have to pay attention. I have to, oh I have to start taking notes again. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what broad impressions, how did you how did you feel about this thing? Um, so My broad impressions were this movie had a lot of fucking highlights. So, let's be clear about the highlights. Um, I watched this movie with my wife, who did not grow up with Pokemon. Um, which I think is important. It's important to note that these people exist and these people will probably (laughs) watch this movie. (laughs) I don't, I don't think these people should watch this movie. No. Oh, I (laughs) I, I 100% agree. The entire, almost the entire appeal of this movie is, is uh, every, approximately every uh, four to 12 seconds (laughs) being like, (gasps) Oh shit. Oh my God. That's sand shrew. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck that's Trico. Oh the Pokemon look so good, man. Like They it, look they look good. They actually fucking look good. That's the thing. They look so fucking cute and so some of them are so fucking scary. They look the way that they are supposed to look like respectively. Like Jigglypuff is kind of cute but kind of creepy. Fucking um Charizard is like large and powerful and scaly and terrifying. Uh, Greninja's fucking uh, is horrible. a ninja frog. <laughs> yeah, horrible that thing. I, it's they, they, they have me right in a way that makes me uncomfortable. In they a got way. you by by the wallet yeah. and the brain. It, it's okay. Like there are people in my life that have this sort of feeling with Marvel movies, right? Where mm-hmm. just the the very experience of like holy shit, I'm sitting here and they made this. Holy fuck. Like, the the scene where there there's, like, a scene in, like, an underground Pokemon fight club and, like, Gengar is there doing dope Gengar shit and there's, like, a fight between Pikachu and Charizard and it is just, like, lovingly crafted with all these Pokemon in the background. And, like, it's, you know, like not actually gritty but like it like brushes up against being gritty the characters look tough there's like there's scary pokemon characters you know like it it 
it yeah. Pikachu says damn and hell in this movie. Yeah. Okay? It's 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 just it's the, the whole time that you're watching it they it you, part of your brain is just the entire process of just like I can't believe that I'm watching this unfold in front of me. I can't believe that this mm -hmm. movie is real. I just I, it's insane 100%. that they made it. It's insane. And then the other half is like it's insane that they made this and it's this movie and it's this fucking weird. This movie is, it's so, God, it's so weird. God, it, but they, they, hmm, before. The, 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 the fucking fight club <laughs> scene where there's just, there's just Loudrids there. Blank dubstep. They're, they're, they're <laughs> screaming, they're screaming like dubstep, like fucking grime step beats into the crowd and Pokemon are like fighting in a, in a cage fight to that music and it's just like you know what you know what this is what pokemon battles would be like in this world like i fucking get it and it's it's weird to at the same time have three thoughts just jumbling around in your head the thought of a this is fucking cool b this is fucking weird and c I can feel nostalgia being sold to me and every other 20 to 25 year old in this room. Yeah, God, man, I went to the fucking, we were at the bar before we watched this movie. Like the bartender asked us like, Oh, are you guys here to see detective Pikachu? Like everyone else. <laughs> it was just like, Oh man. Like it, this is, this is the thing where they can make me go see 22. I don't give a fuck about Marvel movies, bro. And like I and and because I don't give a fuck about Marvel movies, I have this like, you know, detached, disgusted attitude towards Marvel movies because they're just like such a product of like corporate consolidation and just like the absolute flattening of like creativity and culture. And here I am and they fucking have me, right? And there's nothing I can do and I will go to see every single one of these fucking movies because I am never ever ever going to grow tired of sitting there and being like holy fuck that's electrobuzz holy fuck that's vileplume holy fuck there's magnemite it will never wear off they can do it to me forever it's a nightmare <laughs> yeah that bulbasaur was cute too god the bulbasaur is cute god he was so cute, fucking cute and, and, and it, i ugh, yeah. go ahead go ahead go ahead no i just i it's everybody's got one right like yep. that's the thing is like we we've touched on this multiple times but if you're new to this podcast we we talk about the fact that you know there's it's it's possible to acknowledge that you're being sold something and still acknowledge that you love that thing and it's okay that you're buying into it and you need to you need to make that decision for yourself where where you lie with that but yeah, like I when I saw fucking the Star Wars episode 7, I was just sit, sat there being like holy fuck, I can't believe they made another Star Wars. And the cynical part of my brain was like, of course they fucking made another Star Wars. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. But in my but my actual uh just the 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 fucking lizard section of my brain was like the the, the spaceship. Yeah. See, I don't have that I don't have that for almost anything besides Pokémon. That, that, that I didn't they... know you had this for Pokémon. I've known you for a long time and like seeing i think the pokemon first movie episode of this podcast was like first i first saw that happen with you like for anything <laughs> you're not even like this for like super smash brothers which no was like smash your brothers job for a long time <laughs> smash brothers has been ruined for me you know but like pokemon <laughs> 
like Pokemon is like three-year-old Alex, you know, yeah. like that shit. It like you read that fucking Vice article about how Pokemon is in a fold in your fucking brain, dude. That's me. That I have that, and I can't. There's, there's there, the only way to try to extract it is to talk about all the weird politics in this movie. Cause God, they're weird. Mm-hmm. God, they're so weird. <laughs> and and it doesn't work. Okay. All right. Okay. So earlier, I mentioned that the that Rhyme City is like this technocratic nightmare city, um, and that's because so the the founder of Rhyme City is 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 Bill Nighy, and he's you know just this sort of like erudite capitalist that's just like I I Pokemon can evolve and 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 we they can become better and and if we live alongside Pokemon in in this brilliant so you know he's basically His- like has this city that he owns. Right. Yeah, it, it's it the him describing the city and how it's his like dream city has a very like Andrew Ryan, yeah, uh, Bioshock like no gods, no kings type of vibe. <laughs> has a very um, Jeff Bezos talking about yeah like, <laughs> colonizing space vibe to it. God, right? and and yeah. then he's and then he's got this shitty son, right? Uh, and they're both sort of assholes. Uh, but Bill Nighy is is portrayed as like this sort of like benevolent technocrat and the other guy is is bad because he's 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 a meanie meanie head uh and he all and he insults uh, the main female protagonist fashion sense at one point um and there's like this line where you know bill nye is talking to uh to the protagonist and he's like you know you you can't trust my son he he owns the police and the politicians and the press and so it's like established that this is bad right and then and then the the twist in the movie the what one of one of the first three really there's two really weird twists and then there's this one which i think is a little bit less weird which is like it turns out that the 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 the, the son was just the bill nighy's ditto the whole time like ditto the pokemon he like turned and his real son was trapped in the closet like literally like bound and gagged in a closet by his own father all of this unfolds in like 20 seconds by the way that's how all the plot twists in this yep. movie work they they all unfold very quickly so if it's not if you're listening to this you're like what the fuck how does that happen it doesn't is how did they explain that properly they don't any okay for the rest of this episode when if i say something you're like what that doesn't make sense you're right you're right that it doesn't make sense and you just have to just keep going <laughs> um, yeah and and if and if we don't provide uh, the explanation like you you probably saw the movie uh, so you so you know that when we don't explain the rest of it, it's because there was. No <laughs> it's because they didn't. Yeah, and so like, so so the only re- like the the dynamic that they set up in the beginning is that that they are obviously setting up as a bait and switch, but you can't tell in what way yet. Is like, oh, Bill Nighy, he's the he's the good technocrat, and his son is an asshole. So he, and he owns the police, so he's the bad technocrat. Um, and yeah, it's the, like the, the, the altruistic uh, philanthropic capitalist versus the ruthless capitalist. Yeah. This is like the thing they're going for. And then the and then the twist is not Oh, actually both of the capitalists are bad. The twist is, oh, the roles are reversed. The dad was the bad capitalist and the son was the good capitalist. And the son like walks away at the end like, I'm gonna make the city better. I still own all of the police and politicians, but I'm just gonna <laughs> And, like, you know, this is never challenged. And then there's the fact that, you know, y'all, cop, cops are bad. Cops are no good. Uh, Detective Pikachu is a fucking cop. 
And we don't fuck with cops on Cartridge Cinema Club. <laughs> I mean... All, all, all Pikachus are bastards. It, okay, here's the thing, though, right? Because, like, I've heard some people coming out here, coming out here trying to defend Detective Pikachu, the fucking scumbag fucking pig that he is, uh, trying to say that, like, <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's the Pokemon world. The cops are different in the Pokemon world. You know, they're, 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 you know, the cops could be good, you know, like... The concept of, of, of cops may may not necessarily be bad, but they're just bad within the, you know, capitalist police state on which we live. Uh, to which I say, you're fucking wrong, and here's why. The main character is an insurance adjuster, and, and the film clearly takes place under some form of capitalism, and the cops are clearly, like... <laughs> controlled by the technocratic ruler of this take a shot every time i say technocrat <laughs> it's one of those episodes yeah yeah like and you know the cops are very obviously controlled by cops are still bad in this the protagonist works with the police chief his dad's a cop he at the end of the movie he decides he wants to be a cop yeah that that's Fuck. the thing is like you you can't really defend you can't really defend uh his dad who uh, we'll get to the twist. You, you can't really oh, defend his dad's actions because, like, just because uh, arbitrarily the dad decided to be like a good person and and like help Mewtwo escape, uh, God, we've had he still very easily could have just been like, "Oh yeah, the the bad guys paid me off to to track down Mewtwo, and now I enslaved Mewtwo to help with this evil plan." <laughs> like he. He essentially, he decided to not take the money and run. But the fact that that was a, even an option for the cops in this shows that, like, the cops are still bad. So, so we got to talk about the two really weird things. Uh, and I, I want, I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with the Mewtwo one. And then we're going to get to the other one. If you're listening to this episode, you probably already know. But I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to it. Uh, in case. So the reason that we barely talked about Mewtwo in this movie is because they just completely fucking waste him. It's it it sucks that Mewtwo is in this movie at all. Like it it's it's weird on its face that this is the first one of these that they've done because they're obviously gonna make a shit million of these movies and mm -hmm. they're all and I'm gonna go see every one of them because yeah there's a Pokemon cinematic universe yeah because I'm a, I'm sure. a I'm a mindless little good consumer drone and I'm gonna go watch every single one of these fucking movies uh but it's it's weird because like the brief flashes where they show like oh yeah in most places people battle Pokemon because. Pokemon battling is illegal in the in the setting of this the city where this movie takes place. So like the only Pokemon fights we see are like underground like prize fighting Pokemon fights, which rules, and I'm glad they did it. But like the moments where they briefly show like uh, near the beginning they'll sh they show like a stadium, you know, and like Pokemon mm -hmm. trainers coming out to go do like Pokemon League shit. And when I saw that, I was like I was freaking the fuck out, dude. Like it just like that was that was the purest moment of like holy fuck, holy fuck, they're really making this. Like these these are gonna exist. And instead, they make this weird movie where Bill Nighy becomes Mewtwo. He, it, yeah, he uploads his consciousness into Mewtwo's body and tries to use Mewtwo's powers to do his. Uh, very weird plan with extremely unclear motivation. <laughs> yeah, so his whole plan is that he is going to turn everyone in. So he has this, oh boy, okay. So he's got this like neuron device that he puts on Mewtwo's head and on his head. And then that lets him turn 
he can he is Mewtwo now. And like Bill Nighy is talking and Mewtwo is talking. And what like those were the moments where I was like, dude, this is the successor to the Super Mario Bros. movie. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Like yep. most did, when the trailers for this first started coming out, like a lot of people were like, oh, it's got Super Mario Bros. movie energy. It really doesn't. It like it's it's a pretty like it is a pretty straightforward, easy to follow, like fun action comedy thing. Like it's not yeah, weird and it's fucked up. <laughs> It's not the Pokemon world from the games per se, but it has enough, it's analogous in enough ways and the Pokemon look exactly like they should so that it's, it can't possibly be like, like Goombas don't look like Goombas in, in that movie. But, but when Bill Nighy became Mewtwo and that's was, when, that's was when everything changed. to the protagonist about how humans are going to evolve and he's going to turn everyone into Pokemon and then he pops all of the parade balloons at the parade at the end and the evil gas goes out and starts turning people into Pokemon I was like yeah, holy so fucking the, shit what are they making so the idea and <laughs> I the idea is that so Mewtwo has the ability to transfer a human soul into a Pokemon, but only when the Pokemon is in a crazed, uncontrollable state. And this is explained by someone in the movie saying, Mewtwo has the power to transfer the soul of a human into a Pokemon, but only when the Pokemon is in a crazed state. They just say it um, exactly like that. And they don't explain the mechanics of it. Uh, I think they go into, like, the idea is that, like, if the Pokemon loses its free will, then it can no longer fight off a a, a psychic host transfer, <laughs> I guess. Um, and the idea is that Bill Nye trans... He, he, he unleashes the gas, which makes Pokemon go crazy. And then he so unleashes weird. a Mewtwo Psywave beam that then transfers the souls of every human into their Pokemon partner uh, and merges them. So that's the point in the movie where, um, looking back, it starts to telegraph the uh, the main plot twist uh, that, um, that Mewtwo was good the whole time. And uh, Detective Pikachu was his dad. And Pikachu oh. was your dad the whole time. <laughs> So in the car crash that was supposed to kill Tim's dad, the cop, and his partner, the 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 cop Pikachu, um, Pikachu talks to Mewtwo the way that Pokemon talk to each other, offers his body to house God, the but, soul but, of Ryan Reynolds. When the scene, when the when 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 Mewtwo was was staring down at. Pikachu, who was next to a burning car and his dead <laughs> former partner. Yeah, and, and Mewtwo and a, yeah, says... A, 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 his dead, broken body, life leaving him. And, and, and Mewtwo <laughs> says, this Pikachu chooses to give up its, its body so, <laughs> in order to save its partner's soul. And I was like, we are witnessing an event. Something. And here's what else is not explained. And I'm not going to be the fucking cinema sins guy who's like, this wasn't explained. I genuinely want to know why the Mewtwo said, 
bring me the sun and I can bring back the dad's body? I don't... What What the... F- did I miss something? The... 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 the the appearance of actual flesh and blood Ryan Reynolds in this movie was more shocking than the appearance of any individual Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. the okay, you know, the, the sad moment at the train station at the end, which, of course, this movie has, uh, where, you know, the Pikachu walks up and then you hear Ryan Reynolds' voice and then the camera turns around and it's actually Ryan Reynolds. And, like, you know, and that that's the dad. And, like, your brain, it, it's one of those things where, like, well, of course it's Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu because Pikachu was his dad all along. <laughs> but, like, and then, it, like, it makes too much sense, like, that it is, that it, he is playing. It. You, you know when, like, you read a really good poem that just, like, tickles your brain and it just, like, makes sense the way that normal words don't? And it just speaks to your soul. That was me when I saw Ryan Reynolds walking up. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. He, the, the fact that Pikachu is his dad all along makes the entire rest of the movie so goddamn weird. It, I can't wait to watch this again. It, Pikachu, his, his dad is riding around on his shoulders for the whole movie. There's the scene that's in the trailer where 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 the random lady on the street like scratches his chest. That's weird because he's like a 45-year-old man. The other thing I was thinking is what if they actually had gotten Danny DeVito the way the, the way the people wanted? <laughs> and that scene at the end, the heartfelt conversation at the end between the kid and Ryan Reynolds, but it's Danny DeVito instead. Oh, man. Is, you know why they didn't do that? Because they're fucking cowards. Seriously, what are we watching next week, Mark? <laughs> um, also, uh, Ryan Reynolds is really fucking hot in that movie. Um, next week, we're going to follow it up with another um, landmark episode and watch uh, Ready Player One from 2018. It is the uh, the, the Steelberg joint uh, that um, is about virtual reality, uh, video game world i've never there's (laughs) iron giant is in it you remember that right i so i have not (laughs) i have not seen this movie and i have not read the book all i have read are excerpts from the book in which the main character is talking about a lady and it's very 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 upsetting Um, I've also heard that this movie is not that bad um, and not as bad as the book, so hopefully we'll make our way through it and uh, not have too many casualties. <laughs> Where can people yeah. find the fucking... No, go for it. Go for it. Uh, I'm sure we can find plenty of fantastic ways to inject uh, politics and complain about uh, this Steven Spielberg movie from 2018 that does not have a coherent anti-capitalist uh, <laughs> message um, if you uh, liked this episode you can uh, follow us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter uh, we have a discord server it's fucking rad it uh, can't recommend it enough it's the only discord server I still look at uh, because everything else is depressing uh, don't follow Alex on Twitter uh, her Twitter is uh largely defunct uh i which is which is fine twitter's bad um 
But if you do have Twitter, follow follow at Cartridge Cinema, and you can follow me. I sometimes post uh, at Mark underscore Drizzle. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud. SoundCloud is where the OGs listen. You know who you are. Shout outs to the crew. Uh, rate us if you liked it. That would also be super chill. Uh, it's still my dream to see uh, this podcast on like the iTunes list somewhere uh, and uh, see it recommended next to other cool uh, video game and or leftist podcasts. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, the music is by GJ Tin, DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. And uh, what do we say? God, for, for me it was Tuesday. <laughs> That's right.